This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I want to go to a movie, but see, the problem is I love going to movies. You got to go to movie theaters. You get your popcorn. You go sit down. You eat. And it's wonderful and all the rest of it. But these three-hour movies, man, I just three hours. Because don't you have like 20 minutes of previews? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I don't understand why they're making them because haven't, haven't we been told everything, especially with social media, that our attention span is no longer than 17 seconds anymore? It's very short. I know that. So why are they giving us three-hour movies when nobody wants to – even like bands I love to go see, like yeah. Aerosmith just announced that they are going to be calling it a, a career. And the last time I saw Aerosmith, it was three hours and 12 minutes. At hour number two, I was like – Okay, Steve, you can wrap this up anytime, man. I'm good. Don't get me wrong. I love you guys, but please, I'm ready to go home. I'm, it, beers are, you know, 13 bucks a pop. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm that ready. That is amazing. I'm ready to call it a day. So Taylor Swift's new concert is four hours long, and I think this is, there's oh, like two God. bands I think I would only, it would be her or Beyonce that I would be fine with listening to four hours of their music but four hours? i have no problem with it because she has four albums that have come out since she's been able to tour so we all want to hear all of the songs and i really do so when the beatles get back together we'll be there for like 28 hours yes yeah <laughs> I would, you're saying? don't hold your breath on that one <laughs> that might be a while for that one you're right i don't yeah for some reason my my computer just completely shut down and i had to restart it so i'm assuming it'll work now so is Aerosmith, they're doing a tour then? A they don't be so one? concerned about my computer. So. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, That's not I'm as intriguing agony. to me as this Aerosmith thing. <laughs> I'm in agony over I'm, here. You, you'll be fine. You're a disaster. Um, They're doing a goodbye tour then, I'm guessing. The farewell tour. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they are. And what, 40 uh, dates, I think? I think something like that, yeah. I think it's 40 dates. 40, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's the 50th anniversary, 40 dates. Monday, November 13th, they're going to be playing the XL Energy Center. Oh, okay. Are you going to try to go? Yeah. They missed my birthday by six days. How dare they? Not fair. Or maybe they wanted to make sure they were free on that day. Yes, that's what Mm -hmm. it is. Are you going to try to go, Rudy? Nah. No. I'm good. Because you already went. I've seen them. They were great. The last time I saw them, they they destroyed. And uh, the first time I saw them was on the uh, Nine Lives Tour with Seven Mary Three. I don't know if you guys remember that band, but loved them. And saw them again after that at the XL Energy Center, and I was like, I'm good. Because I've done it before where I've gone and seen bands at, um, at the end of their career. And the show sucks, and I'm like, that's the lasting legacy that I have with this band, yeah, now. Yeah. and I don't want to do it. So, yeah. Uh, plus, you know, I'm paying for my daughter to go to Taylor Swift. We did Disney I this year. I forgot you were. She's going to Taylor Swift. That's a new thing. Yeah, you about ten grand. It was expensive. That show better yeah. be four hours. Trust me, it better be for how much we're paying. <laughs> she Friday or Saturday? Uh, Friday night. Me too. Oh, nice. Yeah, you're okay. going to that. Why don't you grow up? I will not. Jesus, pal. I'm debating, should I take the day off? Should I not? It's a Should Friday. I take the yeah. day off? Like, Jesus. I've got, I'm trying to figure out the outfit. I am so excited. I think I'm going to get some, like, pink high tops. And, oh, I'm so excited. Ah. Have you seen her? Yes. Yeah. I saw her reputation uh, to her, the last one. And it, she was so great. She was mm-hmm. great. And... I, the only thing I'm doing right now is trying to avoid. They keep doing live uh, streams of her, you know, people in her con- while going to her concert. It'll pop up on my TikTok every time she has a concert. I've just been trying to avoid that because I want to experience it in person. And my tickets were weren't that. I mean, they were expensive for tickets, but they weren't that bad. The hardest part was getting them. Mm-hmm. Liar. And, like that was. <laughs> Did you get back on? I'm coming. I'm trying right now. There you are. So to add to stream? Okay. It did. It, oh, it did it. Okay, good. I got you. Yep. Yeah, my computer just fell apart here. I don't know what the hell that's all about. Mercury's in uh, retrograde. First, Kristen Burt, and now your computer. See? Brittany forgot her computer today, so. You did? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Justin was laughing. He watched the clip that you put together uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and he was like, were you flicking Rudy off in that clip? And I was like, I don't know why, but yeah. I was. Yeah. It does look, I went back and I looked at it. I was like, just she, but then I left it in there because oh, I I'm thought, fine yeah, with it. Yeah. yeah. Totally. It's, mm-hmm. I, but it's so funny because how many times, if you ever watch the stream, I look at Rudy just pissed <laughs> and mouth things. It's a lot. But thanks for telling on me, mm-hmm. Rudy. You're welcome. Yeah. What? 
What? What are you talking about? I wasn't prepared. I was prepared for work today. You were you were not prepared for work today. You dropped the ball yet again. Mm, somebody claims that they think that their ghost of their brother is ruining our show today. What's wrong with the show today? No, he says like he's it's haunting our show and like. Oh, you mean messing. with the stuff shutting down yeah, and all that? Yeah, Joe thinks that. So that there's a ghost. Yeah, and I said he's if, welcomed here. We're I have a question for you on that one. Yeah. Okay, so if you're a ghost. Yeah. Why would you be a ghost in a building that's empty about 18 hours a day? It'd be super lame. It'd be lame. You can't, mm -hmm. I mean, you wander halls that nobody's in. Who cares? But maybe you're like me and you love sleep. And so that's a chill place to be. Sleepy. Do ghosts need sleep, do they? I don't know. I hope, I hope when I die, I get to sleep a bunch. And they always say in the military, you'll sleep when you're dead. So that's were they true. lying to me? Yes. Yes, they were. I'm sure they were. I don't think there's any question about it. That's true. If you know what I'm saying. No, I I think that's magnificent that you have you have goals in life. Sleep. <laughs> I hate you. You're such well, an a-hole. I'm, I'm trying to congratulate you on your choices. The narrative because I love sleep is I'm lazy and I'm fine with that. And you just because some of us don't have three to four jobs. I got to stop too. I got to fold up the tent one of these days because it's really I, like yesterday. I was so tired. Then I, that I literally missed a pothole and almost broke my leg. Look how swollen my I wrist know, is. I know, he fell. It's yeah, so bad. I heard you talking about really that. Really swollen up. That's really bad. It's you really should get that swollen. checked, but of course you won't. What if I get a hook? Oh, I'd love that. Get a hook for a left hand. You better pay attention to me there, matey. It'd be what so, if we start leaning into that and we commit to having a parrot in studio. I'll get a parrot, absolutely. But like a big one, like one of those cause or whatever, those like mm -hmm. ones that like... Yeah, I would love that. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're yeah. going to be right back in a couple of minutes. And one of the supreme talents of all time is going to join us right after this. Kristen's coming back? Yeah, Kristen's coming <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't think he can hear us. Thank oh, you. I oh! Yeah. I guess he can hear us. I guess. We just, you're number one. You're number one. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Be right back. Chris Eggert from Channel 5 Eyewitness News joins us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally, and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy, and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years, and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from radio ads to streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. The lovely and talented Chris Eggert now joins us, no doubt about it. You ever been called lovely before? No, not generally. It's not. In, uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Try to come up with an explanation. No, no, I have not. I, I can't come up with a flowery way to deflect that. No, I have not. 
You're fine. Everything is good. Everything's wonderful. Um, I haven't uh, checked my watch in a while. Has the uh, government defaulted yet? No, no. Any uh, minute June now? Fir- June 1st. June 1st. That's where things are going to... Uh, that's the deadline. And uh, we're no closer to a deal right now than we were, you know, yesterday. But so. you know they're going to do a deal, right? They're not going to let the, the economy fall apart. They always do seem to come up with something at the 11th hour. Yep. But, yeah, you, you wouldn't think, given how fragile the economy is at this moment, that – but as it is right now, there's lots of saber rattling and, you know, yeah. everyone's got to get their points made before anything gets ironed out. So. I guess. I don't know why everybody has to be so damn difficult. Explain it to me, will you? I, 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 I don't have an answer to that either. I wish I did. You know, the only thing about that, and again, this is not this this is economy. It's not politics. It sounds like I suppose politics are involved in the economy, obviously at several different levels. But I mean the problem I have with this is they've been telling us how wonderful everything is for months, and then all of a sudden, no, no, actually we might go under. It's like, well, that's what other people have been saying for months, and you told us everything was fine. So you better get this done by the end of the month. Yeah, and that there, people are kind of saying the same thing about the another bank was taken over, and right. you know, yet everyone said no, it's fine, everything's fine, everything's gonna be fine. You know, I don't know, kind of hard to, kind of hard to believe that when things like this happen. But I would agree. So everything else going well in the news world? Any big well, stories? Well, I, I've got a lot of things for you guys today, but All I right. wanted to point out. Um, uh, to Brittany and Rudy too, that uh, Phil Mackie and Judd are both like five feet away from me right now <gasps> in the same place. It's a disaster. Get a pick and an autograph. I was going to get a pick, but I had to run in here and then I went out there and it looks like a meeting. Oh, Are they having a meeting? Yeah. You don't want to go in there. Yeah, Shoulder to the I wheel. Saw, I think I saw Amy over there. It looks like a meeting. A lot of meetings going on. We're having a meeting today. Are you? I guess so. Good meeting, bad meeting. Is there such thing as a good meeting? You know, the great thing about my life, no matter how meetings turn out, I couldn't give a damn less. I get a a raise or I get fired. Who cares? Whatever. I'll move on to the next thing. Right? I've been fired a lot, man. You know, I I get fired a lot because I'm so pleasant. I can't think of too many meetings. Maybe, Brittany, you've got examples where the meeting you get called in and it's like, oh, wow, that was a... What a great meeting. Oh, my God. I'm getting a 50% pay increase. Really? Wow. This was a great meeting. Oh, you go. That was so productive. We yes. got a lot done. Like, that never happens either. I've never been yeah. I've never been fired in a group setting, though. So it would be funny if we had a meeting for Amy to fire me in front of both you guys. What like, a great idea. Like, how weird would that be? You know who's out of here? I would, I would like to be in on that meeting. I'd be very sad though, but I would like to, I, I, I would like to. What? Do, I, let me explain myself. No. I, <laughs> I love this. I feel like there is. Are you fight? Like, what is going no, on? No, are we I'm, fighting? No, you're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm saying, um, I would like to think that I was important enough to be called into a meeting of that level. <laughs> But I would oh, not want God. you to be fired. Does that make sense? I don't know. I don't know how to feel right now. All I know is that you have daydreams of a scenario where you three men watch me cry in front of Amy. Okay. That's Everyone, happened to me before. Everyone's into different things. Um, that's it's, fine. If that's your you're thing. words in my mouth. That's not at all what was said. <laughs> yeah, way to go. Yeah. I, uh, many, many years I thought ago. you were the glue. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, exactly. Uh, many, many years ago, I was working with a guy and he's a very nice guy and we had to meet, nobody was telling us what the meeting was all about. Right. So we got to meet, uh, the, the morning show and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Good. Hopefully they're going to fire me. Thank God. They didn't ever, but, uh, they did fire another guy in the meeting and none of us knew he was going to get fired. They didn't tell one person that they were going to fire him. In front of you guys? Yep. They fire? I don't want Right in front of us. Now, here's the sad part. It's not a bad thing, not a good thing. Well, I suppose it is a good thing. The guy who got fired came over to say goodbye to me. And I said, well, that's not, you don't say goodbye. We're not going to work together anymore, but I'll, I'll see you plenty. He started weeping openly, and I had to hold him like a little child. It was oh. really sad. That's terrible. Well, you know the guy, too. 
but I was holding him like he's ball. He's like, uh, his shoulders are bouncing up and down. He's crying so hard. He thought he's going to be around forever, I guess. But but none of us knew he was going to get fired. They, they they gave us no indication he was going to be fired. But holding a grown man while he weeps so openly over a job, oh. is, uh, it's hard to do, man. Oh, my God. How long ago was that, Tom? Oh, God, 15 years. When, when did you, because you weren't there. I don't so. know, but every time I quit, I would quit with the boss, and then you would call me like a couple hours later going, why wouldn't you tell me you're quitting? Yeah, why didn't you? And I was like, how would I even casually be like, hey, a heads up, I'm quitting today. Like, Casually, you hang out with my family constantly. I can't get rid of you, for Christ's sake. I know, but I... And now... I would always get a call from you, angry that you didn't know first. And I was like, I think it's like a fun surprise. (laughs) That I'm quitting. I'm quitting. Okay, well, A guy openly weeping. Man, that's He was really weeping, too. I'd cry. If one of you guys... Like, if somebody was crying like that, I'd cry, too. I uh, would cry as well. Well, that's why you can't... I don't think they can fire somebody like that anymore. Probably not. That's what, I mean, it's been a while, but I, um, yeah, I think it's a whole thing now. Like you kind of know when you get the call, like, uh, could you, uh, Chris, could you step up to HR after the show today? And then you're like, oh, well, you, you know, something's up. Right. Or like your, your boss is waiting outside the studio door with a, a cardboard box and they're like, Hey, Chris, um, do you mind stepping up, uh, to HR for a little bit? That's kind of how it goes down, isn't it? Yeah. God, do you guys remember Scotty Davis from KDWB? No. He was Heard the, the, na- the name. Afternoon guy there for a long time. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Great guy. Him and I met at the uh, state fair, but then when I got fired at 93X, I was going through the worst time of my life. Like my, my, Ex and I were on the outs, like she was going to be moving out soon. My daughter's mom, I was getting divorced. Then I got fired and I called him and I was crying. And he was like, are you crying right now? Oh, are you geez. Are you really? Are you re- Are you going to call me and cry? Call me when you're done crying. And then like hung up on me. And I was like, you're supposed to be my friend. Like, I can't even believe I'm. Ha- this is happening right now. But yes, uh, so listen, I've been in that scenario where you are <laughs> at yeah. the bottom of the barrel and even people in this business are still like, I don't have time for you. Listen, dry your tears and then call me back. My sister is like that. She is so uncomfortable when I cry. And I am like such a vampire of like, I love when people are vulnerable. So you can call me and cry anytime. Because I'll anytime. probably, I'll just cry on the phone with you. But my sister's always like, okay, can we, can we, can we do this later? Yeah. You know, like, or <laughs> what? Well, did you see Nordstrom's having a sale soon? Like she's trying to like oh. flip it. I'm like, no, we need to just cry. <laughs> Why don't you invite me? I love watching other people cry. You do not. You are such a baby. You, what? I remember. I'm tough as they get. During my breakup, I was like, I'm not going to say anything to anyone. And you just happened to be in studio that day. And I walked in, and I saw you, and I started crying. And you're like, what? Oh my God, what? Like, ah! <laughs> I was like, oh, my Uncle God. Uncle Tommy please. does get very protective. You You're right about nuts. that. You get nuts. Where I, I was like, it's true. Uh, 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 and you were like, oh, uh, like, should we fight someone? Like, mm, no. It's one of my favorite Christopher Walken lines of all time. I will do some damage you won't walk away from. <laughs> I love that line. Shut up or I am going to stab you. That's well, a pretty good Christopher Walken. He's pretty good at that. He, my God, what a talent that man is. There's no doubt about that. Great talent. Yeah. But, uh, oh, we just had, uh, who the hell were we talking to about him a couple of weeks ago? Who the hell? We, we were talking about, to, about Christopher Walken to somebody a couple of weeks ago, but I can't remember who it was. That doesn't matter. But in any case, uh, the only time I've ever cried after being fired, there were tears of joy. So, you know, that's a good thing. Oh, finally, I get out of this shithole. But anyway, moving forward. I had a, it's um, a boss take me out to lunch. And it was like some crappy place. This was in Omaha, like crappy place, like right next, like two blocks away from the TV station. And I knew something was up because, you know, the boss doesn't ask you to go out to lunch instead. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. We've decided to take you off the anchor desk and we're going to put you in the field Monday through Friday for the 10 o'clock. So you'll be like our our primary reporter. It'll be it'll be. You know, it'll be top story with Chris Egger every time. And and then he goes, he goes, I think you'll be able to get some pretty good material to put together a tape for your next job. <laughs> and I looked, I looked right at him and I go, I already have a really good tape. I don't need that. There you go. And, Goodbye. Oh my 
Good for you. The meal. Yeah. Why would anybody, I don't understand that for a breakup or a firing, don't make me sit through a meal. Like, I know. Don't. And then let's sit here and eat this shitty sub for the next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like one of those places that like serves hot subs. So like, ah, <laughs> oh, let me, well, that was cool. Um, well, I'll just sit here and enjoy this meatball sub now for the next 20 minutes while we stare uncomfortably at each other and. Yeah. Well, where were you uh, like seven years ago, Brittany, before you could have given me that advice about breaking up with somebody in a restaurant? Yeah, I would have loved to give you that. Don't, that's the meanest thing ever. Because either what you A, act like everything's fine throughout the meal, and then you find out like later that it was not. They're waiting to break up with you. And so then you look back at that meal and go, what the hell? Or you do it before. And like Chris said, you have to like pretend to eat food. <laughs> Did they, when you yeah. broke, did you break up with somebody during yeah. the yeah. band? Well, because I said I didn't want to do it at my house because I didn't want her to stick around. I didn't want to do it at her house and then leave her there. So Des from KS95 is like, do it at a restaurant. That way it's, it's not going to be weird. Like, you guys will be okay, and then you guys can go your separate ways. I was like, that's a great idea. So I took her to the lowbrow on uh, Nicollet no. Avenue. No, And I broke up with her, and it, she, it turned into a thing. She freaked out. Oh, the, in fact, at some point, the, the, the hostess walked by, and she was like, uh, is everything okay? I'm like, we just, we're, we're breaking up. And she goes, oh, we all know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We know you're breaking yeah. up. I have so many questions. First off. Did you do it before the meal? Uh, no. We can talk about this after. No, I'll no, 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 details. no, no. No, yeah. I don't want to know like every minute detail, but like, so you did it after the meal. Well, I, she was already at the restaurant and had ordered because it was, we go there, we went there oh, quite okay. a bit. So she ordered exactly what she, uh, I, she thought it'd be nice. And she was like, yeah. well, I ordered because I already knew what you were going to get. And I'm I like, love that. this is going to suck. But that's terrible. Yeah. So then of course, in the middle of the breakup, they bring our food and then it, we sat there and stared at it. And then at the end of the meal, when she got up and left, I looked at the waiter and I was like, can we box all this up? And then I took it over to my brother-in-law's house and we ate it. Controversial <laughs> opinion here. I think, depending on, unless you're living together, or it's like a very intense relationship, I think breakups over the phone are ideal. As I just think that unless you have like, like you're literally living with a person who's a super serious relationship. But like, honestly... The breakup, I want to be alone. Like after, you know, I'm not going to try to beg for you to stay. I'm whatever. I'm not going to whatever. I just want to be like, okay. And then like if you need to talk later maybe, like to get some closure, if, if that's a real thing, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But like I don't want to be around you. Sure. God, Tommy, have you ever had a, a breakup like that? A breakup with a woman? Yeah. Um. Well, I've been with Catherine for 42 years, so it's been a while. But yeah. yes, it was mostly, oh, Tom, you know, it's not you, it's me. I used to hear that one all the time. Oh, it's not you, it's me. I just don't fit uh, fit in. And Now, I actually have been very lucky, the women I've dated. There have been a couple, not that big a deal. Now, I never had some serious, well, no, I did. I had one, actually. I was living with a woman in Jacksonville, Florida when I was down there. It's a very pretty young woman, very nice young woman. Except for I woke up one morning and walked down the stairs, and at the bottom of my stairs was my suitcase. I'm like, oh, what? Why is my suitcase at the bottom? Well, because it'd be easy for you to take it up the stairs and pack your stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, she, I don't know what her deal was, but what I always do basically now is I, I just, uh, every year on her birthday and Christmas, I send her a copy of the latest ratings of my shows and go... <laughs> <laughs> you could have been here. Yeah. You could have been a part of this, but no. Look how well I'm doing, And boy, look at the picture of my wife, Catherine. You're boy, so I'm <laughs> suffering through that one, too, aren't I? You're such a, you're such a liar. Uh, I literally, uh, yeah, I didn't I'll, have I'll much of that going on. Yeah. What? How about you, Chris? What's... What's your hard uh, breakup story? Well, I was going to ask you guys if breaking up by text would be appropriate. No. Yes. Get it, away from me, you. Rudy's like, yes. Tom's yes. Yeah. I'm yes. And Brittany's no. <laughs> well, okay. If you're like one or two dates and you guys haven't defined the relationship, if you guys had that talk, a text is totally appropriate. But if yeah. you've like defined the – like you are boyfriend and girlfriend, no. You can't break up via text. Mm. Yeah, probably not. Now, I do have to ask you a question not about breaking up because I've only broken up a couple of times, uh, I guess. Uh, not that big. Only one, I took one really. That that one, the woman I lived with in Jacksonville, I did take that kind of hard because yeah. she was a very nice person and and I just moved back to Minneapolis. 
I just like, eh, whatever. I'm not going to hang around your filthy town. Forget <laughs> it. No, I love Jacksonville, actually. It was, it was fun. You had to know which parts to go to and the parts not to go to, but, yeah. you know. But uh, I just, something popped into my head while you guys were talking about this. The last, now, not from the queue. I just said, uh, we agreed that I would leave. Um, but the three previous times that I've been fired, and it goes back a long, long way, uh, 37, 38 years, right? I forgot all about this, but looking back, because I was at KQ for 37 years, I haven't been fired in a long time. But the last three before going to KQ, and maybe I should have gotten the, uh, the, the gist of it all when I walked into the GM's office and there was a police officer in there. Oh. They had an armed guy. Do I seem like the kind of guy's going to go off the deep end and just like throttle you or something? Do I have that atti- kind of attitude, do you think? What are you looking around about, sister? <laughs> okay. I don't think you I don't think you I would don't. resort to violence over something like that, no. but I could I might though. Chris said think though. Like he's not saying he knows. <laughs> so well, I know Tommy's I a badass. Like don't get me wrong, uh-huh. but I I don't I don't I think that there's a level of decorum that uh, you know, you're really going to like try to deck your boss nine times out of 10. You're probably like relieved. You're like, good. Yeah, thank God. If the fact that uh, since I know you and you wouldn't want to throw away anything for that, I know you wouldn't, but I could see how people would perceive you as, Oh, he's going to freak out. But Sonny Barger, no longer with us. The head of the hell's Angels, said, everybody thinks they're a tough guy until they meet a tough guy. And he's right about that. Very you true. think anybody in this room's tough? You should meet a tough guy because none of us come even close to that. I mean, Very have true. you ever known a real tough guy? Not like seriously. Oh. I was friends with this biker guy Ooh. out in Rapid out in Rapid City when I worked out there. Dude was like Hell's Angels, and he was one of our he was one of our um, engineers at the TV station. What guy look guy looked like Slash? <laughs> So, except he was, his arms were like as big around as, oh yeah, uh, like a grown man's thigh. Like the guy was just huge, and he looked. I mean, you saw this dude; you'd like cross the street because oh, yeah. he was a scary mofo. Oh yeah. Um, but we would go out drinking all the time after work, and I freaking loved him. It was so fun going to the bars with him. I would like, imagine. Yeah, because you're like this pretty boy, and you've got this like BFF rough, got rough guy with you. I could see you loving hanging with him. Yeah, like one time I was his bitch. He gave me a ride home after the bar. <laughs> I was his bitch. Okay. Okay, I would I pay to see bitch. that. I would. I wish somebody got a video I, or a yeah. pic. I do think about that. That must have been quite a sight. Yeah. No, Chris sat on the gas tank and it was crisscross applesauce on the drive. So. Sure. Sure. <laughs> ah, the breakups. The breakups, Gross. ladies and gentlemen. So when he broke up with you, were you heartbroken? <laughs> God. See, she had to get it in there, didn't she? Uh, I texted it. I broke up via text with him. <laughs> with him. Good call. Good call. Wanted to make sure I was out of state so he couldn't come and kill me right away. <laughs> oh, God, some great memories. No doubt about it. Some great, great memories. Now, I don't, I, it's kind of nice that I've been with Catherine for 42 years now because I haven't had to deal with any of that stuff. No, I mean, she gets sick of me. Don't get me wrong. It's like, why don't you go do something for like a week or two and then come back? Uh-oh, I feel like you have a text coming soon from Catherine. You think I'll be getting a text from Catherine any minute now? It's not me. It's you. <clears throat> Yes, <laughs> it's not me. It's you, Tom. Get out and don't ever come back. All right, I got two stories for you guys. You guys get to pick your story that you want to hear before I go. So I Love got, it. I got. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. We already talked about the bank collapse, the debt ceiling. Uh, oh, there's a new coronavirus variant, and oh, uh, what else? Um, that doesn't matter. You get to choose between these two. Okay. Dogs getting high or uh, perineum tanning. Perineum tanning. I want dogs getting high. Sure. Okay, good. That's what okay. we have. Well, uh, just for the record, you can look it up. Be careful not to do it on a work computer, but per, uh, per, perineum tanning is a thing now because they're doing it on Instagram. Yeah. Isn't that it gives your you... taint? Yeah. Yes. Why would you want to do that? 
Apparently, and, there's all kinds of health benefits, but I digress. And watch you got out. A very tan tailbone, Tom. It looks great. Like, <laughs> that, that'll open up a can of worms. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I bet it will. Yes. So the Associated Press had an article this morning. Uh, it was told around a lady who was walking her dog in Central Park in New York City, and she looks down. And the dog was like stumbling and falling over itself. Aww. And she was like freaking out, like, oh my gosh, I better take the dog to the vet. She takes the dog to the vet. Well, it turns out the dog's high. Oh. Because apparently, and definitely in places where there's legalization that's happened, people are discarding what's left of their joints mm. and oh, sure. stuff like that. Yep. So the dog basically ate a little bit of a joint that was laying in the grass or whatever, and the dog got high. Uh, and apparently this is a thing where they're actually tracking the numbers of it. What do they say? Over the last five years, there's been a 300% increase of people's dogs getting high. Really? Oh. Yeah. I mean, if you guys think about places where legalization has happened, New York City is a great example of it. I mean, you can't go anywhere in New York now. Like, it smells like... What do the kids call it? The Zaza. My kids call it the Zaza. That's Zaza. the way they describe it now. Um, and they're like, like it smells like the Zaza, like the entire time you're walking around in New York. So do think about And that's coming here, I'm sure, by the way, everyone. I'm not saying your dogs are all going to get high. But, you know, the whole legalization thing, it does have a big impact on. It does, yeah. It I does. mean, th walking about in Vegas, wherever it might be. I have a question for you. With all the applications they have now, whether it's gummies or the pills or the whatever the hell, the capsules, why would you ever smoke a joint in 2023? I think people still like the old school and they like the burn they get in their lungs and it's that whole thing. It's cancerous. There's that. I'm not advocating for smoking a joint. No, I know you're I not. Just, I, I, I think that there's some, I know some people who are purists. And they do, they, they, they like the other forms of ingestion, but they do like to smoke a joint from time to time. Well, I will tell you, honest to God, I, I, we've talked about this before. 19 of the 22 people I grew up with are dead, right? And had some of them for a long, long time. There's no question about that. The three major causes of their deaths were smoking, drinking way too much, and murder. So... What do you think? Which one would you go with? Drinking, smoking, or getting murdered? No choice? I, can I pick none of the above? <laughs> I'd pick, yeah, that'd be good. I'd pick drinking for sure out of Just all of those. Just drink myself to death. Yeah. Exactly I don't think that's a shocking move. choice to me. Well, I've had some friends that did it. I, matter of fact, one of my friends, won't say who he is because he was a dear friend, he literally bought a bunch of booze, locked the door in his house, and drank himself to death. So what was his then cause of death because they won't say drinking would it be like i think if you overconsume alcohol your brain gets it does something really bad like if you're really hammered and you keep drinking i don't know if you could seize up or what the hell happens but you can die from that i know that yeah interesting and yeah. he did he did a really nice job of dying i thought well, like Jimi Hendrix, they talk about it wasn't an OD. It was he was hammered and then fell asleep on his back, uh, and, and he threw and he threw up. That's exactly and that's, yeah, his own vomit. Yeah. yeah. So they they talk about it, but they, it seems like it's that that usually is the 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 biggest. I think it, and Janis Joplin went the same way. I think. And then a bunch of people just got wasted or took something and were in a tub, which like yeah yeah that'd be the way to go. Mm -hmm. Spinal Tap had the great line. I had a friend that once choked to death on somebody else's vomit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great line. That's so good. I love Spinal Tap. Yeah. And then it's it, a what good... it, the Army guy calls him Spinal Tarp, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. Very good movie. I'd like to, I got to watch that movie again. I haven't seen that movie in years. Yeah. Man. Break Like the Wind? Oh, what a song. Break Like the Wind. Oh, mm -hmm. you got to get going, Buster. You, you've got duties to perform. That's right. I'm, I, yeah, big day coming up on Minnesota Live today. I think the Wienermobile's here. <gasps> what? I just looked down at my crotch when you said that. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Last time I saw the Wienermobile, I was when I got engaged. Hi is that a No, it wasn't a joke. <laughs> I see what you just said. <laughs> no. Chris. 
does not sound all that clean. Yeah, but I didn't mean he it to. He showed me his wienermobile. No, it was I, unbelievable. We, just, we got engaged over in Two Harbors, and oh, then we went nice. and stayed in Duluth, and I looked out the window, and I was like, oh, it's the wienermobile. And that was the last time I've seen it. How long is it going to be there? I want to come in. <laughs> uh, I think it's only, I think the wienermobile will only be here a short time. Is there only one? There are multiple, I believe, but I, I will find so, out. Yeah. I think you're right. I'll find out. Hard hitting news. Come back yeah, that's tomorrow. Right. That's are you going right. to drive it? No, I don't think so. Oh, <gasps> no. You should. You should drive I'd it. like to, I'm, but I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Can you tell him I said. I'm sorry. What no, I say? just tell him I said. Oh. Let him drive. <laughs> no, you demand it. Can you get I'll one of those pictures it. where, like, you're really close up and it looks like you're eating it? Only if you do that face again one more time. <laughs> I will not. I will not. I, will. I love that. All right, you guys. I'll see you later. Thanks, Pally. <laughs> Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5. Eyewitness News. Love that guy. I, I know I say that almost every day, but I'm telling you, this squad we got set up is pretty damn special, don't you think? The old A squad. The A squad, exactly. We will take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. This is Tom. We have a new sponsor of the show, and it's a family business, which is my favorite kind of business. You know that. The owner lives here. His name is Tom Dean. I'm talking about two great businesses that are serving their customers as one. I got to talk to Tom because I know when I lived up in, uh, where the hell was that town I lived in up there again? I can't ever, no, oh, Dayton, when I lived in Dayton on the yeah. farm. Yeah, the Dean family lived right down the road. Well, not oh, right really? down the road. They lived right down the, the highway a little bit. Indeed. So I got it. I have to have met Tom Dean. I yeah. met all the Dean brothers. Oh, look at how successful Dayton's putting out people. It's true. I'm talking about two great businesses that are serving their customers as one, Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Whatever power sport or marine product you're looking for, it all starts at the lodge, baby. Power Lodge. Receive the incredible shopping experience you're looking for, and it just so happens that both these stores are kicking off the warm outdoor season with a sale this week. Save money and win stuff during the power sale through Saturday, May 6th, with Power Lodge and Miller Marine. They're in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, and Miller Marine, of course, is in St. Cloud. Save on all the pontoons with entry-level brands starting at $19,990, and that includes pontoon motor and trailer. You're going to hear a lot about Power Lodge and Miller Marine from me in the coming months. But during this week's Power Sale, go to any location and get some throttle therapy, Brittany. I said throttle therapy on land and water. MillerMarine.com and PowerLodge.com. You can tell them that Tommy sent you. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, as I was explaining to uh, to Brittany just now about all the uh, contributors we have to the show. You know, the KQ Morning Show had a lot of contributors, too, that would come and go. But this show does, uh, well, like I said, we brought every one of them along except for yeah. one and replaced him with Kristen Burt. Um, so... Actually, you were just asking me how this how this whole thing works. Yeah, it's so interesting because it's such a different model than radio. It is a totally different model, and basically, what it is is you guys get paid and I don't. So there you have it. We well, I assumed you didn't get paid. No, why, honestly, why, you know. I thought you were paying them to do. I this. should pay them to do it. You're absolutely right. There's no question about it. Or, let's be honest, <clears throat> Catherine is like, can you take him for three hours? It's like daycare. Can, this doesn't even go anywhere. We're just in this room. And we have people call in. It's just to keep you busy for three hours. Yes, that's exactly it. No, it, it what? Make sure you tell everyone about the new time for the family. The new family time starting next week is going to be 10.15. What's going to be nice about that is I do this show from 7 to 10. And then hanging around here for an hour and doing If I had something to do, it was great. But just sitting around here for an hour got really old. And so we're going to do the, uh, the family podcast. It's going to move to five days a week. It was four days a week. But we're going to take that extra half an hour and cut it down, put it into another segment on Fridays, which will be Andy and me, and then I'm going to get a, a co-host for that one, too. Perfect. Um, and then um, 
Yeah, so basically it's going to start at 10.15, so about, uh, because we talked, Andy and uh, Rudy talked about this, and they timed it all out, so 10.15 will give us a two, three, four minutes there of uh, downtime, and then we'll be on from 10.15 to 11.15, it'll be a one-hour show because we're going back to five days a week instead of four, so we'll get the same amount of, uh, you know, I guess it'd be about one hour over five days, so about, it's probably about 20, 15, 15, 20, no, about 10 to 15 minutes shorter. So what people need to know is if you normally listen live, you're going to have to start listening at 10.15, but don't worry. Andy's pretty good at getting that podcast up. Yeah, so if is, you normally right. listen at 11, it should be up very shortly after. That's correct. Perfect. That is exactly right. We'll still be on the air live from 11, 11.15. Yes. So that's good. But yeah, it's, it's going to be much nicer because I got, I got to be honest with you, after the last, you know, five months or four and a half months or whatever, I am as tired as a bitch. I, I really am tired because I've yeah. been running around like a lunatic trying to get this thing up and rolling for five months. That and... one hour break is just not long enough to go do something. No, and it's yeah. too long to just sit around with nothing to do. Yeah. So it all works out in the end. It's going to come together. and Perfect. Maybe we'll just connect them all up eventually. Who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. But no, it's been great, and I love doing this show. I'm very, very happy. Working with the Hubbards is very easy for me, and it always has been. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I ever left. I should, maybe I should have never left there. No, things happen for a reason. I suppose. You had, you had quite a bit of success with... with Not according this. to certain management people, <laughs> I think, you know. I think that you can't write off that morning show. I mean, what is it? What was the share? It was a... Uh, 30. Yeah. It was the I highest think, rated morning show in America. I think that the choices you made were the right ones. At the time, you know what I mean? Like, there was pivots, there was this, and then you come back to Hubbard and, and your career here. When, yeah, whenever which I'm you going to do, yeah. And as a matter of fact, to tell you the truth, when I found out the Cumulus was going to buy KQ, I tried to go other places, but there was nothing available. Yeah. Because I knew it was going to be a complete disaster. And it was. I mean, it for was. me, that was a complete and utter disaster. They took a 30-share morning show and destroyed it. But that's what hedge funds do, don't they? And also, think about the things you created while you're doing that that you still love. Like the fa- the family podcast, you probably wouldn't have created that's if you would true. have been fully fulfilled at a different show. And yeah, I just think things happen for a reason. And you're happy now because you're comparing it to a different situation. So you're, you're, the path you took here is perfect. No, I think it, it all really worked out. And by the way, Dan Seaman had a lot to do with it. Amy Daniels and certainly Ginny Morris. I, Ginny Hubbard. I don't care about this Morris stuff. You're out of the mix. Yeah. It's Ginny Hubbard. Yeah, she actually showed up at the party last week, which I thought was very, very nice. Had a little gathering here. I spent the entire time with Ethan on my lap pointing at the billboard of me. Yeah. And then looking at me, and he pointed it, and he looked at me again, and he pointed it. You know what I find funny about him? Hmm. He really keeps speaking to himself. Really? Because he can talk, but he never talks. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Like he'll point at the dog and go, Daisy. I mean, he does that kind of stuff. Yeah. But he doesn't want to have a conversation with anyone. He just doesn't. Isn't that weird? I, f- I feel that. Do I, do, yeah, <laughs> I well, feel see, that quite a go. bit. <laughs> so there mm-hmm. you have it. Rudy. <laughs> you, you and he can get together and have a conversation. Sit there silently, yes. But no, it's... it's uh, you know, and I sat with Ginny and we talked about it. I said, Ginny, why didn't you hire me 10 years ago when I came over to talk to you about leaving the queue and coming to work with you? And she goes, eh, we couldn't afford you. And I'm like, you're worth billions. Don't give me that. You couldn't, aff- couldn't afford anyone or anything. Nah, but it's so great to be back. And this, this was set up by Ginny and Dan. There's no question about it. Then I got the chance to meet Amy. That's so great when Amy tells the story about the first, because I had never met her, Right. And she said she was very nervous about meeting me because she didn't know if I was a psychopath or not. Yeah. She asked me. She called me. She said, I'm meeting with Tom. Oh, did she really? Yeah. And she goes. Oh, really? And she asked me because she had talked to me and talked to Brooke. And she's like, "There's because there's a lot of lore around you. Why? I mean, from carrying people all my <laughs> career. Is that, is that what it is? Like, I mean, Rudy, you know, because you're in the building. There's a lot of lore and like. There's, you have a, a reputation, some great, some not so great. What's the not so great? What no, did I do now? No, I'm not going into it. But like, why not? Because it's it's like, you know, there's you, you thirty what thirty seven? Thirty seven years. Thirty seven years 
It's like when people ask me, "Hey, how was your deployment?" And that was only one year. I yeah. go, "How do you how do you say one how do you say a full year of being in Kuwait and Iraq into one sentence?" Yeah, it makes how sense. do you say 37 37 years you're going to have and and keep in mind you were so sleep deprived, craziness yeah, left the and whole right. Time. That's you true. had some of the most insane good or bad, insane people on your show with you, and it's like, how do you capsulate that in one sentence? So yeah, you have a reputation because you had your voice recorded for 37 years, 39. Actually, 52. 5 a.m. Well, starting at 5 a.m. for the 37, yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, I don't know. I, I just, it, it's a weird deal. But hey, this all, I, I got to be honest with you, as soon as I met with Dan and Ginny and then later on with Amy, every single thing that, that I wanted to happen happened. Every single one of them. Not a lot. You guys do know this because you've worked other places. That just doesn't happen. No. Uh, not They say, hey, we'll get this done. Whatever you need, let us know. We'll get it taken care of. It'll be wonderful. You never hear that from radio stations, ever. Correct. Which is pretty damn cool, don't you think? Yeah. And all I do is support them because there's a one we're down in Florida. There's a radio station at 107.1. It's called Sunny 107. It's a Hubbard station. You're... You're keeping them alive. Hubbard thanks you. I really want you to read this story. It walks the line of being political, but it's very funny. The Minnesota lawmakers shirtless Zoom vote breaks oh, the yeah. internet. That thing Will is you read that? Well, we got Judd coming up in a second. We could write it during, uh, read it during his stay. Perfect. Right. Yeah, he'll be up in just a second here. Yep. Well, I mean, whatever. It's no, no hurry. I mean, I, I could read it now. If you, yeah. you, you want me to read it now? Yes, sir. And where is the story? Um, Tom's News Stories. Tom's News Stories, okay. And it's under the headline of... Shirtless Zoom Vote. Oh, there it is right there. Yep. I haven't read it, and I saw it, and it just made me laugh, and I thought... I saw the picture. I haven't read I it I know, either. me too. Uh, it's redirecting me to the Star Tribune as we speak, as a matter Perfect. of fact. So that's good. Minnesota lawmaker's shirtless Zoom vote breaks breaks the internet. What do you mean breaks the internet? Jesus. A Minnesota state senator found internet fame, reluctantly apparently, after casting his vote in a Zoom meeting Monday while shirtless in front of an apt background. Who was that little kid behind him? It's a schoolhouse rock. Uh, oh, how Bill sure. becomes a law yeah, picture. There you go. There you go. Um, Senator Calvin Barr, a Republican who uh, went uh, to sound his vote on the Legislative Audit Commission when he appeared lying in bed with his shirt off and a still image of an anthropomorphic Bill character from Schoolhouse Rock as the background. Yes, it's right there. After giving yes vote, he quickly turns the camera upwards and turns off the video. So it's a black screen that just shows Senator Carl or Cal Barr, uh, several people in an in-person meeting room. Are seen smiling in the background after the camera switches back. A GOP a Senate spokesperson, spokeswoman actually, said Barr had worked until 4.45 in the morning at his job as a truck driver and then went to bed Monday morning. She said he would not comment on the vote or the video. So it's none of your damn business that he was topless the whole time he was voting. It is a good picture, though. We should reach out to Calvin Barr. Calvin, you're looking good, man. Yeah. Although he's got a look in his face like, why are you bothering me? Um, yeah, I can't imagine being that lackadaisical about that. You jump on without a shirt. But, you know, if he's tired, he's tired. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> I don't know why that has to do with putting a shirt on. No, I honestly got this. Like I said, that's why we're kind of reconstructing things. And I literally, from running around the country doing things here, there, and the other thing, and then getting the show up and running and blah, blah, blah. Because there's a lot of things to battle whenever you do something new. Um, and Hopper's been great about it. There have been very, very few things that, that I've had to work on with them. But everybody else, you know, well, yeah, you guys have been down this road. You've been, you know, fired from other jobs or left to go someplace else. And were surprised by the way you were treated by some people you worked with that you thought you were really good friends with. You've been through that, haven't you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just kind of natural you float away, especially when your main reason you guys were seeing each other every day was work. You know, and then there's people like my friend Allie. Like, we'll, you'll, we were friends. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be friends forever. And she'll be here next week. 
Allie. Oh, she's coming in next week? Yeah. Where's she living now? Chicago? Chicago, yeah. So, she's yeah. coming in town, and so she's going to jump on our show next week on Thursday. So oh, anybody... I don't think so. I think you she's s- out of the mix. You said she no, could. I don't remember saying that. I waited until you were in a good mood and a little tired. You had I'm... to wait a long time for that. I played the long game, and I finally got you at the perfect time, and I was like, yes. It all works out in the end. No, she's very, I have not seen her in years. I know, she's so excited. And she never talked to me, even when I did see her. You she's, are so dramatic. She, she like, would never talk to me. It's so funny because she, in her mind, you guys were, like, so good. No, we were fine. There was no not a yeah. problem, but just we never talked. No, of course not, though. Because they mean? their shows were at the same time ours was. I suppose. So I got the hell out. Although I didn't go in the building for 25 years. That might have something to do with it. She still remembers when you came in during her birthday and we all sang happy birthday and you kept going, hap, hap, hap. You know who did that to me first? Nick Swardson. Nick Swardson. It was my birthday and he sat there the whole damn time going, hap, 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 Yeah, thanks a lot, Nick. When's Nick coming to town? I haven't heard his name pop up at all. When the hell's he coming back? I don't know, but I would love to meet him. I've never met him in person, only on the Nick, phone. Nick is a great guy. You, really, I told really you that guy. I loved him. I was in my 20s and madly in love with him, and you called him up and made me talk to him on the phone, on your phone, and it was, I was a wreck. Nick is a good man. Why don't we reach out and have him on? You could, you could, we could talk to him on the, on the show, and then you have him come to town. I would, I would be actually, weird, like, shy. I, and not because like, I still have a crush on him, but I would be like, I would have to do that thing where you try to be normal because I loved Nick Swartzen. I oh, loved... he's a great guy. Really good guy. You, you can... worked with him. Rudy, you worked with, with Nick. I've never... never worked with him, no. Really? No. no. Well, I suppose he's been gone from the market for a long time. But mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a hell of a guy, no question about it. My kids just love the guy, Catherine, and he get along really. Yeah, he's a great friend to the family and his family, his sister, brother, mom. Terrific people, really, really nice people. So, yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I'll call them today and see if we. You want me to book them, or uh, once you suggest a time to me that that, and I'll see if you can. Anytime, anytime. Like I want. Oh yeah, I'll get Jack to you a time. I'll call him right now. Anytime, we'll anytime. We'll make it work. Because no matter where he is, he's not awake. Because it's only nine oh five here, which means in general he's in L.A., which means it's seven oh five, and there ain't no way Nick Swartz is up at seven oh five in the morning. Respect. Not happening. I respect that. <laughs> I suppose no, but we'll set that up for you. You really, you want? We can go out and have lunch afterward too, if you want. Shut your dumb mouth. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.